Previously on Dice Weave. Hey Zara. Been a while. Hey Ro. You'll be one of the first to field test Project Obligato. They will melt into the system and be able to make any information changes throughout the network that you need. Don't forget to bring us back what you find. Yeah, fair enough. Pete will stop knocking on all of the doors systematically. You are immediately see a very dead-looking man, and there is a thing that looks like a beating heart. Are you playing Surgeon Simulator now? Okay. Guess we're doing this. <sighs> Thank you. I- I- I'm Surge, and y- you might call me an interrecursion heart surgeon. Recording. Bop ba do doo bop. Shoo ba doo bop ba. Don't pretend to be jazzy, Lexi. You're fucking psychedelic. I can add some jazz into this psychedelic raz. Say the word raz again, and I will leave this call. And I too am now recording. And I do like jazz. Hey. You like, like jazz? <laughs> oh, disappointing Star Wars news. They've decanonized jizz. That's probably fair. It's jats now. That's even worse. <laughs> no, jats isn't known slang for for jizz. I mean, it sounds even stupider, though. I don't necessarily disagree with that. Last time on Dice Weave, Colin and Nav did absolutely nothing except listen because. I had depression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we got lots of time to do basically all of the things that I needed from Belle and Pete, although Pete is not quite entirely done. Do we, do we want to start with Pete? Pete Prime? Pete Prime and the heart guy. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember, what was the closing line? Was it interdimensional heart surgeon? An interrecursion heart surgeon basically was the last thing that Surge informed you that he was. There's also an angiophage currently loose in this room, <laughs> <laughs> presumably hiding under the bed. There sure is one. Uh, interrecursional heart surgeon. Is, is this an estate thing? A what? Okay, do you, do you know what an estate is? Uh, I know of a house. I'm sorry, we should probably catch this angiophage before discussing whatever this is. Yeah, uh, is, is, is it still hungry or what, what do we do about it? Uh, you are unaware. I see angiophages are very dangerous weaponized heart grafts created here in Rook that eat hearts and then replace the heart until they get hungry a few weeks later and then they well or months depending on the time frame of dormancy it ranges and then burst out as seen here they have a venom that is an anesthetic and per- paralytic, so be very, very careful. I see. Uh, so, there are robot 
that is designed for heart surgery or assassination? Definitely not a robot. Well, I suppose in the Rukian sense, but they are... Yes. Assassination, and then, although they've kind of gone out of control, they simply are now the original... The organization that created them is long gone. So now they're just here, out and about, and they reproduce occasionally, and I've been trying to remove them. Lexi, can I ask a question? How do the hearts fuck? Don't worry about it. Okay. Also, um, don't you know, love is reproducible by budding. Okay. Self-love. Angiophage is produced through self-love. <laughs> Love that for us. You're welcome. Okay, so it gets in a guy, eats their heart, and then burrows out three weeks later when they're ready to eat another heart. But what do we do about this? I, I guess I could just try and zap it? I, I mean... My goal I'd... is to capture it so I can study it a bit further. Okay, uh... But, frankly, keeping it off the streets is the main concern. Well, I could try and keep it still. How are you going to do the capturing thing? Uh, Was there, like, a device for something for it? I mean, I don't mean to be rude, it just didn't look like it quite worked out the last time. My machine was not finished. It burst out in the final touches of it. Uh, Yes, there is... Uh, he goes over to a table, kind of, he's kind of wary, keeping an eye on where he... Yeah, um, Pete, this entire conversation, watching the bed, laser focus. Yeah. Other than, do we, like, see any trace of this guy under the bed, or is he kind of pretty well hidden? Um, if you want to get down on the floor, you could do that, to try and look underneath. It's, you know, a bed, you usually can't see underneath a bed without looking under the bed. That's a fair point. I guess <laughs> I will do that, but I will have... Would I be able to, like, maybe have my hand out ready so that if this is a provocation, I would have some time to, like, yeah. I'd be able to react? Sure. Cool. Pete will peek under the bed, but also kind of have have his hand out with the little... Since it's manifesting as, like, little finger laser things, his recursion powers, well, mm-hmm. paradox powers. And uh, do I see a creature? Make a perception check. It is level four. Oh shit, 17. Okay. Okay, yeah, you see, you take a look under the bed and you can see it lurking, crawling. It's like clinging to the underside of the bed, very slowly, like walking um, forward kind of towards towards the foot of the bed. I don't mean... Don't mean to alarm, but it's getting closer. Uh, is there no safer way to do this? I I have something. Just just uh, give me a few moments to make some modifications. Uh, and he goes to a... Why didn't you start there, you shithead? <laughs> okay, so he goes to a t- the table and grabs a few tools and a... Um, few weird-looking bits and bobs, kind of devicey-looking things, and then he goes back to the machine that what heart surgery was done with, and he 
pulls off a canister from the machine and begins to piece together some uh, something. All right. I am... I am... Uh, I... If this guy decides he's hungry again, I might be able to hold him off, but... Uh, can't make any promises, so... Uh, no rush, but also maybe a little bit of rush. Yes, just just a moment. Um, and then he finishes up building this thing, and it looks to be like a weird vacuum cleaner with a kind of transparent canister in it. All right, done. If there is any chance you could scare it out into the open. Uh... Jump on the bed. Jump on the bed. <laughs> you have an opportunity to jump on a stranger's bed. Okay, if I levitated it, it would simply flunk against the bed, which wouldn't be particularly productive. Wouldn't be able to crawl, though, if, if you got it out or something. Yeah, in that case, I will attempt to levitate this creature. Okay. I will spend effort, so this is going to... That means it's two plus... What is it? Three for effort? Or two, an extra uh, two for effort? Spend three points minus your edge. And then we roll a dice. And, okay, and you're aiming for... A, it's level two. Yes, the creature. And yup, that is a 19. Where, where are these rolls coming from? Crit success. Dice. Okay, or not crit success. Minor effect. Okay. Minor effect on this. Let's say... So you... What does it look like? What does levitation look like on Rook for you? So, Pete once again extends his hands, but instead of lasers this time, there's this kind of almost green, almost like a tractor beam thing shoots from his palm and kind of hits the creature before um, enveloping it in almost kind of this orange sort of glow. No, blue, this blue glow, I mean. And then the creature starts to float. Okay. I think it be it feels the weight shift and it gets confused. And it starts to scrabble at the, um, the bed that it is crawling underneath. And it accidentally knocks itself away. And it bounces off the floor gently out from under the bed. And Surge turns on essentially a vacuum cleaner and swoops it up. Who are you going to call? Heart Busters! And the little thing in there is rattling around. It is not happy, but it is very much contained. <sighs> Thank you very much. That went surprisingly well. I, uh, I think it's my first time working here that something's gone off without a hitch. Uh, wow, go me. Uh, anyway, sorry, uh, now that we're not in danger of any uh, non-reversible heart surgery, uh, my name's Pete. You're, you're a Surge, right? Yes, you can call me Surge. Nice to meet you, Pete. It's a, it's a pleasure. Uh, so, when you say inter-recursion heart surgeon, you're... Your employer is clearly not the estate, so, uh, who do you work for? I don't have an employer as such. It is more of... It is a passion. Oh. I I work for myself, I or for the people. I'm 
not entirely sure how it's supposed to go. I this is my first attempt at working with one of these, but I have a lot of knowledge about biology across recursions and in particular hearts because there is a need for you'd be surprised by how many of these things are running around here like here here or are they in every recursion they are a rook thing but dangerous nonetheless perhaps especially dangerous because they are rookian but I saw a need, I heard of a need, and the factions aren't, don't seem especially interested in actively combating this plague, so I'm going to, I, I, my friends who are able to transport things between recursions fairly easily, you know, they, they have a ship, I should say. They helped me build this machine. And it worked! It worked! And and for someone with no training, no less, it worked! The uh, He goes over to you and just, like, shakes your shoulders. Congratulations on first... On your first... On, I assume, your first open-heart surgery? Yeah, I think that's the first time a heart. Yeah, um... course, <laughs> 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 Also, Pete, not con- not concerned at all about the man who has zero experience, who also seemingly killed a guy. <laughs> oh, um, holy shit! I uh, Pete yeah, suddenly I... remembers. Oh, there's a corpse on the ground. <laughs> it it worked. Is a apparently on a sliding scale. Now that you uh mention that uh that that is supposed to be a really hard and uh wait. Looks at note. Finally, notices corpse. Uh, are we gonna do the other guy next, uh, or does it not work on corpses? He looks really sad. He was intended to be my first patient, but the angiophage burst out before I could finish piecing together the machine and calibrating. Uh, And then it attacked me, and then you showed up, which is an amazing stroke of luck. Oh, right, yeah, I meant to ask, uh, so you have never met a Michael in your life who works as uh, a janitor? I do not know a Michael janitor. I know a Michael who is a sailor. He's a friend of mine. I've known him for years. Oh, is he, like, part of your ship's crew, maybe? Yes. Oh. Huh. No I, kidding. Is it... Do you think they're the same? I... I mean, honestly, I don't know. I'm pretty new here. I... He, um... <laughs> he'll now take out the screwdriver. So, um... I'm from Earth. I work with, uh, This group called The Estate. They're... Honestly, I'm still not entirely sure what we do. Uh, oh I think we... Interrecursional... Peacekeepers is my best bet. I was hired as a contractor to clean things, and then I turned myself into a puddle of goo, and um, then some other stuff happened. It's it's a long story, and I'm far far too sober to be able to even begin with at least to clean half of it. But uh, 
Yeah, there's there's a Michael there. Works as a janitor. Gave me this. I didn't know why, but it kept between the recursions and it uh, fixed your machine, which I should add looks nothing like any of the other stuff here. Uh, I assume that you and your friends aren't exactly locals. No, no, I am. I am not a local. Uh, actually, having a heart myself is something I'm still getting used to. <laughs> Real quick, I am just losing my mind over Rook, the world of like espionage and like information is power. Pete just, oh yeah, hey, this is the secret organization I work for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody is around to tell him that this is a bad idea, so he's going to do it. No one's around, yeah, this is my greatest mistake was letting Pete Prime just wander off and like not duct taping his mouth or something. <laughs> Also, here's a side point. If you need to cut another trailer with descriptions of what the characters are, Pete just gave a pretty great <laughs> self-explanation of his yeah. whole deal. Incredible, honestly. A tier. Uh, I have heard of the estate a bit around. Not, I don't know much about them, but from what I've gathered, helpful? Kind? I don't, I don't know. I hope so. I'm... We've seemed helpful so far. Uh, are you here with anyone else? Oh, yeah. There's, like, three other guys. Uh, one of them is downstairs. I uh, I don't know what they're doing, but uh, I'll tell myself that soon. Or, I think, I kind of made another me. Uh, <laughs> he looks confused. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure about the details either. I, uh... It's like when I go to new new recursions, I just become different iterations of myself. Apparently this me went through some very questionable surgery. Ah, you are quickened. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, you saw me float the hardy D guy, that's, uh... I couldn't t entirely sh tell if that was Rukian technology or strange abilities. Uh, do you want to meet up? I can, uh... I, I, I'm at your service. You saved my life. Would you like anything? Uh, food? Uh, we should probably not eat. We should probably deal with the corpse, but... <sighs> uh, I'm, I'd be happy to meet your friends or co-workers. Yeah. Is that the word? I think they're both. Yeah, no. I Honestly, I have many questions and supposed to be doing, like, a heist right now? Or do you know anything about... <laughs> Uh, is it... You, you know, I, I, I should introduce you to my friends. They, they know it. I feel like I'm only a couple steps above intern here. I mean, my qualifications are can float things with mind and turned into a pile of goo, so... Uh, it's... <laughs> God, I love Pete so much. <laughs> Me too. Also, I know it wasn't what was intended, but the other guy really sounded like he was trying to set himself up with the weirdest meet cute first date intro I've ever heard. <laughs> if that was the intention, he is talking to the densest motherfucker on the planet, so uh, unfortunate. Yeah, talking to what is sex, Pete? <laughs> uh, well... You know, that was a lot of information. Let's just, my friend, one of one of my friends and uh, myself, I guess, they're, they're downstairs. Uh, I'll introduce you guys. Uh, 
they seemed like they were doing something important. We'll uh, share. No, great. There's still this corpse here. Uh, what do we do with those here? D- does he have family? <sighs> do they have family? Does I? This is wasn't good. planning on having a corpse. I'm not entirely sure what to do. I have my cell phone, right? Uh, you have your walkie-talkie, but it's a walkie-talkie. beetle thing or whatever you chose to have it be. Right. Uh, sorry, well, my friend's like a local here. I think she'll know. Um, he'll just uh, immediately power up the thing and be like, Hey, uh, Belle, just quick question. Uh, what, what do you do with a corpse here? And <laughs> 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 this is... <laughs> This is audible across all three of your devices. Incredible. Now I'm going to answer because it was directed at Bell. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Pete. What the fuck did you do? Bell, who's just stepped out of the mezzanine and like still rubbing it, like very desperately trying to rub her face to like keep the tears out it's just like what oh uh heart surgery technically you no no you did not you pete pete is there a fucking moving heart next to you right now uh no i i mean it's it's back in the other guy he's safe he's cool he's what oh fuck (laughs) it just starts dead sprinting (laughs) Actually, it's in a vacuum. It's fine. <laughs> Val, uh, Colin and Nav, if if you would like to take this opportunity to join the rest of the party, uh, you can. I think Colin is dragging Nav to the other location while they continue to like haggle on limbs. <laughs> Yeah, Belle is, like, saw the building and is now just, like, desperately trying to figure out which room. believe the door is slightly ajar. Okay, finds the room, rushes in the doorway, instantly just, Pete, where? Uh, he'll gesture to Serge, in that guy. Uh, oh, but the corpse there. No, uh, he, Serge holds up the canister. Are you all right, madam? <sighs> it's in there. It is contained. Oh, you uh, know what these things are? Fucking kill it! I, I plan to, but not immediately. There's so much to study about them, and... There is nothing to study about the fucking things. You fucking kill them before they kill you! There is much to study about them if you want to remove them safely from others. It, that's... This is the first I've had an opportunity to look at up close. You can... You can take them out. That's my goal. I was too slow today. And then, I take it your friends, sorry, much happening. Also, I I imagine that the other, uh, that Pete too is wandering up the steps now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, hey, uh, how'd it go? Well, I think, until get, it's, was, uh, Guy was cool, uh, very handsome, and I think he had a crush on Belle. Oh. Uh, Oh. God. (laughs) Uh, All right, all right. This seems serious, but fill me in later, okay? He'll give a thumbs up. 
Uh, Bella's trying to take stock in the room now between the canister, this random new dude, and is just, uh, keeps returning to, uh, eyes to the corpse and the just, like, ripped open chest. And is not breathing properly. <laughs> Perhaps we should cover this up I until I decide what to do with them. I'm sorry. So he kind of uh, apologizes to the corpse. <sighs> I'm sorry. Uh, he puts down the angiophage and covers the body with a blanket. Oh god, there was a dead body in there? Uh, yeah, this. <laughs> My dude, the guy on the floor? <laughs> oh, which, okay. sorry, the other one. This, My sorry, bad. This was, this was clone Pete. <laughs> there are so many Pete's, I don't know what that can start. Yeah, it, it's hard because I can't even do a different voice for him because he's just another me. <laughs> I think Nev's gonna telecom in and just be like, Excuse me, team. Do we have a meeting location where we need to hide this corpse that Pete is apparently dealing with? Or are you going to be handling it on your own? Over. Pete will look at Belle. Uh, I'm not fully sure what to do with it. That's why I was asking for advice. Over. Okay, we we should, uh... There's a... Uh, fuck, we're... Is there a large body of water somewhere nearby? <laughs> Over. We didn't kill the guy. We, I mean, I think that Serge was trying to save him, but I that, just... that was the intent. Okay, you points at Serge. What street are we on? God, fucking damn it, Val! Why do you have to <laughs> ask me hard questions? <laughs> Large body of water avenue. Can you guys see the planet's surface from where you are? <laughs> We're in the shadowed city, so probably not. I do like the backstory implications of the fact that uh, Helk caught on quite suddenly to uh, what may or may not have happened. Uh, or maybe she just uh, understood the implications. She does seem to know what this thing is, though. Hmm. Really makes you think. <laughs> How about it's Oratorio 4 Fugue 9? That, cool. like, we that's... passed that on, then. What? Well, yeah, whatever that means, that's like... I guess that's street names or balcony names or whatever the fuck Rook has. Terrace, terrace names. <laughs> yeah. Bell just starts kind of short pacing and running through the like best map of the, the area that she can think of and just kind of, all right, there's a, there's a disposal site. Like, ah, oh, fuck. It might be, it's either like four or I could be completely fucking up here and it's like 12 blocks away, but there's, it's not too far. It's just, ah, fuck. On the way over to the building, is there a chance that I could find like a carpet or like a tarp? <laughs> uh, he did cover the guy with a tarp. Okay, but I don't know that. That's yeah. fair. Um, sure. Maybe can, some gloves. You could probably pop into like a store and buy some if you wanted to. I'm going to buy a very large knife. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't know if that's Nav style. Maybe just like... I have a sword. Oh, yeah. He's got a sword. I don't need that. Um, hmm. Oh, I pick up some, uh, some very specific cleaning substance that's really good at getting blood out of stuff. Oh, my God. Without having to ask. <laughs> Uh, two, 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 two bits. All right, I think I can afford that. That's not too bad. I'm add adding blood remover to the inventory. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, fuck. 
Okay, this is... This is... Yeah, this is... This is... Huh. Uh, what? Hello, uh, I'm Serge. I don't think I caught your name. Hi, Bill. Nice to meet you, surgeon man. Sorry about the mess. I've seen way worse, and way shittier apartments, and nicer ones. He's an intervocational heart surgeon. I Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, isn't, wasn't that like the plot for one of our... No, 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 we scrapped that one. <laughs> you, uh, you do this on multiple recursions? Uh, perhaps I misspoke slightly. I have been to a variety of recursions, and I study biology, in particular the heart, and I have been bringing that knowledge here to Rook to create this machine you can see here in an effort to safely remove angiophages. Given that they are such a plague here, it just seemed no one else was doing anything about them, and I felt drawn to do something. Yeah. It it works. It's just it was too late. I Pete here, your your friend saved my life. It was about to burrow into my own chest. I've eaten part of my heart. It's and I'm good as new. No scars. See, <laughs> you can still see where his like. Um, Shirt's kind of torn, but it's like perfect skin. <laughs> Bella's got a hand on the door frame and is starting to put dents in it. <laughs> you uh, sorry. All right, there. Great, just uh, tough. Lot of lot going on here. Uh, me- meeting went great. Then this is. I've brought blood remover. <laughs> now, just, just incredible <laughs> attention, breaking the tension. Let's go. Wanders in. All right, nobody move. We're all good. God damn it! There's a Pete clone. Okay, <laughs> say something only the real Pete would know. <laughs> and Colin draws his death blade. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Uh, Serge puts his hands up. Uh, uh, are these friends not friends? What's happening? Ghostbusters 3 is never going to see the light of day, and only I know the truth. Wait, no, that that's that's no good. I'm not supposed to... You, you don't know that. Maybe this is like that movie you showed me, Colin. Maybe we need to, like, test their blood and it hisses if you're right. No, no, no. He, he, he's all right. He's all right. Uh, he... I... You know how I uh, mentioned how I wasn't feeling so good, and I was kind of, like, heavy, and... Yeah, that that's why. I, I think I was carrying him congratulations <laughs> thanks <laughs> it's a boy colin slowly puts the sword away yeah it's a it's a thing here i uh, mazel tov <laughs> is this an appropriate gift nav hands one of the peeps <laughs> the blood remover <laughs> okay wait who's this guy both Pete and other Pete will say, oh, thank you, and reach for it at the same time. Wait, uh... Oh my god, their hands touch when reaching for the blood cleaner! <laughs> Wait, so, uh, is this... Is this gift for the child Bertha or the child... Am I your child in this scenario? I mean, you are... It's for the body! Right, yes, of course. So I guess whichever one of you was involved in that particular catastrophe, it's hard to tell over the radio. 
also, once again, who is this guy? Uh, yes, uh, hello. <laughs> I am Serge. I take it you are friends and co-workers of Pete. You also work for the estate? Nev puts their hand out very straight. Jeez. I am Nev. Uh, he also puts his hand out very straight, shakes your hand. I am Serge, as, as, as mentioned. <laughs> Extremely mechanical handshake. Hey, uh, Pete, can you come over here for just a second? Yep, okay. What's up? <laughs> Walk over. Do you understand what a secret organization is? I mean, he wasn't from here either, so I mean, he's also from an inter-recursional organization. He had, like, a whole crew and everything. I figured it was fair game. Okay, well, in the future... Don't just tell strangers exactly who we are and where we came from and what we're doing, okay? Yeah, not the best move there, bud. Okay. That... Is surge short for something? Like, is it short for surgery, or is it electrical surges, or is it short for surge Molithue? Uh, <laughs> that is, Pete, like, takes a pause as if he's, like, actually finally taking the time to process this and what he just did and the planet that the recursion that he's currently living on and just kind of goes oh oh yeah <laughs> oh my <Whoops>. god <laughs> sorry i mean i've done yeah okay uh, i good love talk. this idiot so much <laughs> sorry this was you, you, can you keep a secret serge i'm <laughs> <laughs> pinky promise <laughs> We do have a lot of blood cleaner if he can't. So, uh, no, don't kill him. I am. Uh, your secret is safe with me. Uh, I am willing, potentially, to help with your heist, Stephen. I'm sorry that my dry sense of humor may have frightened you. Uh, a little bit. That that was humor. Okay. Uh, don't worry. Nav wouldn't kill you over this. She's still learning social cues. Um, but you know, you'll get there. Bit bit of a mood there. Uh, uh, sorry. Sorry, they're still learning social cues. Both is fine. You asked a, a question. What? Sorry, Nav. You said your name was. Yes, I was inquiring whether the name Surge is related to surgery, as you seem to have collected some kind of a heart in a vacuum cleaner, or if it was an electrical <laughs> surge, or short for some name I am unfamiliar with. It. Not really a heart, more a devourer of hearts. God, that's metal. Bit of both, but it it you seem friendly, folks. Uh, yes, it is short for surgeon, which is both a moniker given to me and something I aspire to. He is so definitely like a fucking android that's just meant to do this, <laughs> but then translated and has flesh now. Hearts are quite strange, aren't they? Wait, wait, did you name yourself Surgeon? No. Nav. Okay, okay. Nav taps on the glass. D Nav. It please. hisses at you, squeals or whatever. <laughs> I take it this isn't a domestic species. Oh no, those things are nasty. You do not want to deal with those. Grabs Nav's shoulders and pulls them back. Don't, don't, don't fuck with it, please. I think you just readjusted my spine. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let's go. Yeah, uh, sorry. I, I, I should say uh, he'll point. He points at uh, the tarp that it did that. Uh, oh, 
I don't know what they are, but from what little I've heard of them, you don't really want to go near them or exist in their same vicinity at all. I, I do have a similar question, though, Nav. Is Nav short for something? Yes. Nav then turns to the others. Are we going to dispose of this corpse now? Yeah, we, we should yeah. probably do yeah. that. Uh, I think there's a recycling center not too far from here. It's pretty much the same as like an earth graveyard, except uh, uh, you'll, you'll figure it out. Ah, bio-recycling. Clever. We should be doing that on Earth. Yeah, see, see? It's uh, it's kind of like composting, except, you know, everything here is made of meat, so. More efficient. Me- meat metal. Everything is... <laughs> it's metal. It's metal, but like... <laughs> it is a different material. It is a different material. It isn't made out of people, but it's it's its, its own kind of living. <laughs> it's not made out of people, but some people are made out of it. <laughs> It's not made out of people, but it's its own kind of living. <laughs> uh, Bell proceeds to go over to the tar- uh, to the tarp and just start, like, just kind of wrapping it carefully, a little too well practiced at this. <laughs> like, very carefully curves it around the body to make sure nothing's leaking. Oh, here, let me help you with that. And then uh, Colin goes over and helps in an equally practiced manner, just like lifting in the right areas <laughs> so that she can get like things wrapped around underneath. Tucked perfectly. Let's go. Pete, can I borrow some of the blood remover I gave you? Should I be concerned how efficiently you're doing this? Never mind. Uh, no, no matter of concern here. Uh, Pete will Pete will just pass it over. Nav's going to use some of uh, the blood cleaner they gave Pete for their birth party uh, <laughs> to, to clean up the, the floor and surrounding area of the blood fairly efficiently. Having kind of finished wrapping it up with Colin, just kind of tosses the like very tightly wrapped thing over the shoulder now. Now, I can't guarantee that the security deposit will still hold, but it does seem a little bit better than usual. Ah, oh, that's some good stuff. Very high quality. Works on most species. That I've encountered. Pretty impressive, honestly. Usually I don't have to worry about the cleanup on this shit, but... Dr. Hassan recommended it. <laughs> wonder if that works on marble. It's really hard to get blood out of marble. You know, it's kind of a porous material, so it kind of soaks it in. Uh, it would probably still take some time. Did I get all of your names? Just Nav, I already told you this. Yes, yes, Nav, of course. It's short for something. This is Colin. Colin. It's not short for anything. Good good to meet you, Colin. He Pete doesn't like it when you call him Colander. <laughs> My god. The, and you all work for the estate and have uh, an impressive level of understanding of how to package a body. All right. I just clean. This information won't exactly be helpful to you if you're trying to pass it along. I... Just as a warning. Uh, okay. Yeah, friendly heads up. I feel as if I'm being threatened. Is that is oh. that what's happening here? Partly, yes. Mostly just letting you know that if you were trying to get our names to make sure we didn't, like, uh, to pass us on to the authorities or something, it's not going to help you. You wouldn't get that far if you decided to try that. The authorities here don't seem to care about people very much. Oh, exactly. So it wouldn't get you far on that front, but also you'd never make it to them in the first place. 
This isn't me threatening you, honestly, as much as it's just me letting you know how that path would go. It's not a threat as much as a guarantee. And just trying to make sure you don't decide to do that. Because you seem like a nice fella. The threat is conditional. S- still getting mixed signals. Can we talk about something else? Yeah, we should be heading to the recycling place so we can kind of walk and talk. Uh, I, I suppose. Uh, hmm. I should probably contain this creature better, more specifically. And yeah. What are we gonna do about that? Whatever you need to do with that thing. Uh, he takes the canister over to a specialized, like, almost a refrigerator-looking thing, and he puts it in, and there's, like, a field that kind of zaps over it, and suddenly the creature, the angiophage, uh, goes completely still. Some kind of stasis field. Bell breathes a little easier. Interesting. This doesn't seem to be Rokian technology. Where exactly are you from? Uh, where I'm from uh, brings back some bad memories, but the technologies I'm utilizing here are from a wide variety of places. I've uh, Even the grand machine here utilizes a number of things. Processors from Cataclysts, clockwork from Astral Automata. Uh, there's some very specific Atlantean crystals built in. Uh, that I, and there's also, of course, Rukian gene editing. Um, this particular stasis chamber is also from Cataclyst. But nothing from home? Just my knowledge. And some friends. Nev goes quiet, doesn't, doesn't question any further than that. Uh, there's, there's something kind of familiar about the way he holds himself. Yeah, I think Nev's picking up some familiarities in the way that they're behaving and has some suspicions but is not gonna like it's not suspicious in the sense of this guy's dangerous just like Mm -hmm. suspicious in the sense of like i think i think i know what you're playing at (laughs) uh and is gonna just kind of let it sit Mm -hmm. by the way are we walking i assume so I was going okay. to say yes. Just making sure. Yeah, he locks up behind. Uh, I suppose I can go out for a moment. Oh, he makes sure to close the fucking window, too. <laughs> good move, good move. And Belle just still has the body on the shoulder. It's cold on the shoulder. <laughs> if anybody asks, it's a Meroid. Ah, yes, I suppose that would keep people away. Nasty shit happens in the street sometimes, and hey, pet dies, what you gonna do but recycle? Uh, I think Nav's just gonna continue on the walk, looking around. Uh, they are gonna pull something out and uh, walk up to Belle, though. Now, I know you said no limbs. You didn't. They pull out a toe? <laughs> you- What did I say? They open the tip of the toe, and it's a lighter. <laughs> I'll admit that's cool. Wait, why would you do that? Why would that be a thing? Oh, it was in the discount junk bin. Nobody wanted it. Amazing. It's an absolutely terrible item. It was so, they just wanted to get rid of it. It came with the blood cleaner. Okay. That's awesome. Okay, look, 
Look, I've met one person with one of these and they're actually pretty useful. But do not, and I repeat, do fucking not get that put on, all right? Can I have it as a necklace? Oh, absolutely. That's probably the best use they'll ever have for that shit. <laughs> okay. Neff, Neff puts the toe back in their pocket for the time being. Interesting aesthetic choices. The only reason Reza was ever able to use that shit is because their entire bottom half was me- uh, was fucking uh, uh, cybernetic. So they could just, you know, bend the leg in half up to their fucking chest, but... I've known some people who could do that. Oh, honestly? Best kind of people who can do that half the time. Yeah, but they make very good yoga instructions. No, that's, that's all the nose even for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Okay, have we gotten to the dump yet? <laughs> sure, yeah, I don't... Yeah, you dump off the body, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. There's someone at, like, a, a kiosk. Well, hi. What are you dumping today? Biological material? <laughs> what are you dumping today? Biological material? Uh, Meroid, yeah. Oh, that's, uh, okay. Uh, bring it in around back. Bring it though. Fluffy's no more. Yep. <laughs> Reduce and reuse a bitch and just tosses in. Wait, no, no. Uh, just a second. <laughs> You're going to need to conform. Conform? We're going to have to conform this. Just uh, slides an arm up onto the kiosk and just kind of. Uh, he sang his last song. You know, man. Are you trying to do a thing? Yes. <laughs> Go ahead and make a level fucking two, two check, intellect check. Like, I figure people around just know, like, oh, here, Unified Choir has things. Like, they're, they're around, they're threatening and weird and imposing. I have not found my personal choir to be all that imposing, but hey. <laughs> That's an 11. All right. Oh, oh okay. Uh, I uh, understood right, right this way. This accent is literally all over the place. I haven't decided what their voice sounds like. <laughs> hey, who cares? Doesn't matter. Their accent is recycled, too. <laughs> it really is. Beautiful. All right. Uh, thank, thank you for your business. Puts They put the, the body. We will deal with this with the utmost care. Do proper procedures. So it's not like Sarcan where they give you like three bucks when you bring in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish. I kind of want to hand you a bit just for that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds amazing. They pass over a bit. <laughs> a single bit. It's a terrible exchange rate, so it doesn't motivate people doing murders for, for money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but takes the bit. Thank you kindly. We'll always re- uh, reduce and reuse a bitch. Have a good one. <laughs> Colin puts a hand over his chest. Would anyone like to say a few words? No? I am sorry that I could not help you before you passed. Belle actually kind of sobers for a second, loses a bit of the kind of quirky, fun attitude, and just kind of... Sorry you went out one of the worst ways I can think of, bud. That did look exceptionally painful. It is. Pete, like, he's kind of been staring at the disposal thing kind of quizzically, and so that's it, then. We don't know 
next of kin or process or <clears throat> funeral. Or... Colin like j- nudges him in the shoulder. Fluffy didn't have any. Of course, of course. Why would he? <laughs> Colin nods. <laughs> That's not usually the sort of thing people worry about as much around here. You're gone for a couple days, people know. I must say, Rook is a rather dark place. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm getting that vibe. At least they have a good recycling system. <laughs> Other pieces. Yeah, I see why. Uh, I I see why he you, uh, Colin. What didn't like you uh, telling all of your guys' secrets? Well, don't drop that in. I'm new here. I- <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're our business is done here, so yeah. we're just gonna time to get moving, guys. Surge lingers for uh, another moment. Your sacrifice will not be in vain. Others like you will survive. Nav kind of waits until Surge starts moving. And he goes back to y'all and start moving on. So, uh, I offered your friend Pete here food, if anyone desires it, although appetites might be... mm, suppressed is that the word uh, after our recent experiences but it offer stands when interest arises maybe we don't eat at the dead people angiophage in the no, cupboard uh, place yeah yes of, of course we can no. step out to a restaurant there's a couple good places around here we can go to oh there's a great noodle place around the corner honestly they're centipede thai Amazing. Sounds fun. It would be wise for us to gain some energy before pursuing our next course of action. I will say, Pete, do not order the most spicy level. Okay? It's not going to uh, go well. I'm sure I can handle it. You know, I... That Pete, 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 Pete. The, the spiciest level is like, it, it, it's set to like, shock somebody's system if they have artificial taste buds like give full fucking system reset interesting your your normal taste buds those will probably just i i honestly think it's not out of the question to say they might just combust i have found so... some of these things to be rather interesting rook rook does have an interesting spice palette nav raises their hand Yes, Nev. Does this apply to me as well, or may I attempt the spicy food? Do you have artificial taste buds? Not currently. I do not have artificial taste buds, and I survive. I haven't necessarily tried your specific thing you're mentioning. I'm curious, though. I put Tabasco sauce in my beer. I do kind of want to see you try, Nev, but I also don't recommend it. Fucking Christ, guys. This is not helping clarify matters. No. Uh, d- shall we walk in? Yeah, let's just go get a fucking table at least. Uh, and right. we all go to lunch together. <laughs> <laughs> With Nav's new, weird, autistic, and entirely different way friend. <laughs> yeah, the, the autism <clears throat> is definitely uh, manifesting in, in different ways. Between the two of you, but it's probably closer to my version. (laughs) To be fair, I am cosplaying a character with autism, and as far as I know, I don't actually have it, but I'm just kind of basing it on all the people I know. 
<laughs> Once we sit down, Belle just kind of, oh, uh, should mention, kind of glances at Serge. My meeting did go well, though. Got some things from my old friend. Helpful shit. We, we still need a way in, but from there, we should be set. We had a chat with Yabal Resh. He, uh, wasn't exactly forthcoming with what he told our, uh, colleagues, but, uh, we may have gotten some tools that'll be useful. Which we will find out in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Which reminds me, Serge, I believe Pete, uh, mentioned briefly that you have a crew of your own. Are they present here on Rook, or did you abandon ship? Uh, I have friends who do some shipping in the Chaos Sphere and bring me things from time to time and if provide transport if need arises. Probably nothing we can utilize at this time, then. Uh, no, they shouldn't be back for a couple weeks. But, uh, are you... Mm. Say abandoned ship in a very particular way. Was that attempting to imply something? It was what uh, people on Earth tend to call a turn of phrase. I I know what the... (laughs) (laughs) Again, they're still learning social cues, but they're getting a lot better. Author's note, Nav is doing this on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, I had a feeling. I I do know the phrase. I, I was just unsure if it was... Specific or literal, what? Do you... Are these beverages the equivalent to Rukian alcoholic, or are they something else? I'm uncertain what these toxicity warnings imply. It does depend between all of them. Uh, Belle absolutely ordered one of the strongest things on the menu. She is having a day. <laughs> many, From my observations, many of the uh, alcoholic... Drinks on Rook come with a, a a form of parasite. They attach to the intestine and absorb the alcohol so that you don't uh, get a hangover. Interesting. So that's why I didn't need a second worm. That probably would have been a problem. Yeah, Rookian booze is actually pretty great. It's specifically designed to be as like efficient and good as sh- uh, possible in multiple ways. Shit tastes... Incredible for being alcohol. Although we should at least attempt to not become entirely inebriated when we are, in fact, planning a heist. Oh, yeah. Uh, Right. Okay, lower your voice a little bit, Nev, when we're talking about the job, okay? Okay. Yes, the surprise party. (laughs) God, I love this Exactly. Well, I, I do owe eat my life so I am willing to help in a way that I can I am not entirely certain what I can do at the moment but perhaps if I knew more Pete you snagged yourself a life debt good work buddy damn kind of just like claps a a hand on Serge's shoulder you know that a life debt on Rook means that you have to literally get eaten alive by the person it does I, I'm I'm not entirely certain that's the case. That was a joke. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> Friendly pat on shoulder. <laughs> Although, I do feel as though there is an elephant in the room that 
Cullen and I have not checked in on at this point. Is that an Earth phrase? Why were you in the room with this man who was committing illegal heart surgery? I, I wouldn't call it illegal. I mean, hmm. illegal is a bit of a strong word. Illicit? Unauthorized? Unauthorized is probably the best one since there's not really legal here as much as there's just... Uh, the Myriands do some... Uh, have some semblance of law. Partially but... <laughs> successful? All things considered, I'd, uh... He thinks if, the, if anything should be kept a secret here, it's your, uh, Little heart surgery thingy. It's, uh, Legitimately one of the coolest things I've ever seen, and this... And I'm beginning to realize that this place would patent it and then make it absurdly expensive and no one would ever see it again. Like America. Good thing we don't know any other recursions that would do something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, speaking of, I should probably, uh, yeah, we saw something get thrown out a window and it was a piece of uh, his machine and that we needed and I was, uh, you know, the janitor, Mike, the guy I used to employ me, he kind of gave me some screws that worked with it and they didn't translate. So I kind of felt compelled to see what that was about. And I found these guys and, well, he served here very helpfully and told me how to use his, uh, heart surgery thingy and, uh, I did heart surgery. I not don't, don't even have a medical degree. Oh. Maybe, I wonder if that would look good in a resume. Yes, the machine is programmed with information about hearts gathered from a wide variety of recursions and is, it's nearly automated. It just requires, hmm, man, it requires specific input and confirmation, one might say. No offense, Serge. I was actually not particularly looking into the details of your admittedly fascinating sounding heart surgery machine, but the supposedly future-telling janitor that Pete seems to have befriended while none of us were watching? That That is a very strange occurrence, I, I must say. I, I know nothing about it, but it sounds... that that's. I suppose that's fair, given he's your friend. Or you might know him if, well, okay, he knows a Mike, but like that Mike's a pretty common name, right? So uh, that might just be a coincidence. I, uh, I suspect it is coincidence, but I, I suppose. Hmm. What What is your Mike like? A janitor doesn't <laughs> talk very much. Oh, my Mike is life of the party. Hmm. Wait. Well, why you ask? Why you talk? Why are you guys acting like this is a surprising thing? He works for you guys. Uh, Colin, you, you seriously don't know this guy. Janitor. Mike. At, at, at Castle Loma? Yeah, that guy. I have no idea who you're talking about. I'm not gonna lie, Pete. Sometimes I do have to wonder if this man is just a ghost that's haunting you or some shit. It, it would be a very you thing. <laughs> Quick question, out of, out of character. Are y'all just fucking with him? Well, Colin is absolutely fucking with him. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Nav is genuinely concerned. Well, I mean, like, not like Nav was super present for any of the times Pete had weird run-ins with the janitor. Nav knows Mike the janitor because he's around, but they are, like, 
What the fuck? I don't think this guy knew the future the last time I talked to him. And when did you start exchanging gifts? Okay, fair, fair, fair. And the Bell just hasn't interacted with the janitor ever. And it's just like, this man might as well not exist. Yeah, Bell has no reason to have met Mike. Yeah, I I just wanted to make sure for my sake that I didn't, that I know not to correct you that in case you're getting something wrong. No, Nav knows... Mike, probably on a, like, passing level, because Nav used to sleep in supply closets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has been kicked out with a broom like a cat multiple times. <laughs> a couple times. They stopped doing it after that. Uh, so it's not like they're on friendly terms, but I don't think Nav thinks of them as, like, antagonistic or anything. They're just kind of one of the many people who had to shove them out of situations they were not supposed to be in. <laughs> Pete is legitimately thrown off but he hired i was like with the the screws and you and the the tupperware could, but it was ginger I do remember the strange tupperware you had with us in the last recursion that hadn't changed over but yeah, that was him too Didn't yeah. you, you, none of you you don't know this <clears throat> pete uh... i really hate to tell you but i think this might be a sign you gotta screw loose <laughs> No, I think something is going on here that we should investigate. There seems to be a psychic janitor at the Strange. I have seen Mike. He is a real human person. Okay, Okay, how do we know that you aren't being haunted too, though? I actually do know Mike. I have passed him in the halls and, you know, we say hello every now and then, but like, I'm just messing with you. I haven't memorized the employee roles recently, but he was on there last time. <laughs> Although I will be honest, as far as I know, I have never had Mike tell the future at any point in time. Have you ever uh, made physical contact with Mike, though, and made sure he was tangible? He hit me with a broom once. Does that count? Ah, oh, shit. He's not a ghost then. <laughs> okay, so we're ruling some things out. Ah, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> he says it so genuinely like those two was actually on the list. I love it. I'm imagining a flashback where we just see the custodian like not even hitting Nav so much as opening the broom closet, shuffling around them, grabbing a few things, shuffling out, accidentally bumping Nav with the broom. Oh, see, I was imagining, like, shuffling around behind and, like, sweeping them out gently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sweet, slowly sweep Nav out. It's very gentle. It's not malicious. It's just business, kid. He just has to get where you're standing. It's not malicious, kid. I just need to reach the fucking spackle. <laughs> to be entirely fair to him, I was in the way of the spackle. <laughs> All right, well, we can probably solve the janitor thing once we get home and can talk to him, though. Certainly, but it isn't something we should forget about. Oh, fuck no. This is weird as hell. I've never met a precog in all my shit. It is the simplest answer, surprisingly. Rarely is that the case, but with this particular situation, I can't see a more obvious case. Anyways, Serge, what assets do you have besides... Impromptu heart surgery. Uh, well... Maybe we should lay some groundwork here. You know we are planning a surprise party. (laughs) Yes, a surprise party, as P 
Pete mentioned. Um, I understand as far as this goes. Since you know that much, I guess it's not that bad to uh, give you a little bit more information so you know what you might be able to offer. Have you ever heard of the uh, <clears throat> encephalocomb? I, I can't say that I have. I, I'm not particularly fluent with Rook's organizations and structures, etc., though, so should I? Eh. Honestly, this makes him an excellent con- uh, excellent option for a patsy. Wait, whoa, we don't talk about patsies in front of a yeah. possible patsy. Nev, um... I prefer not to be a patsy. I'm tr- I, I have been, s- my life was saved and I would prefer to help you if, in some way, but I'm not in that way. Is there a tool I can offer you? Uh, we, we couldn't if we wanted to at this point, because now you know that that would have been an option. We're not going to do that. It was not really an option on the table, to be clear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Serge okay. is so confused this poor man alright lo- look you, we're not gonna toss you under the bus or anything um, that was just a mix of joking and talking about the concept nothing that it would have actually happened but the encephalocomb is this hub of saved information memories and shit ah I see Sounds rather interesting, actually. Some colleagues of ours went missing, and we believe that was their last known location. That is unfortunate. The problem is, the security and the chambers in the building move and change. So it's gonna be really hard to know what we're up against. I see, and, uh, vaults, is there, hmm, do you know what kind of security they have, other than, I suppose, mobile vaults? Strange. Well, uh, our colleagues did make some mention of monsters. That, that is not unsurprising for Rook. Was there anything else in the recordings that that Colin would remember <laughs> that I currently don't because it's been a while. Uh, the pods themselves are gene locked to the specific clients and the uh, personnel who would be in charge of them. So they are locked to specific genetic codes, um, which is a very Rukian thing, but also very, very secure. Um they also have weird drone systems going on to catalog the pods. They've got a rotating array of security checkpoints. The The place is surrounded in a material that blocks out the all song. All right. I, I assume we pass all this along. <laughs> I relay this information in like a Ocean's Eleven style montage where we see like a camera sweeping through all of the different security measures <laughs> okay. and as you finish that bell kind of leans forward and carefully slides was it a floppy disk looking thing right it was the beetle slides a little beetle onto the table hiding it from the f- uh, walkway with the cupped hand 
This, once we get into the lobby, if we can get this plugged in, it'll make it so the system recognizes us as we're supposed to be there. We won't have to worry about most of the security. The hard part is, one, getting into the lobby and then getting this plugged in without getting in trouble. But it cuts out a large part of the work. I don't suppose your heart machine has enough gene editing technology to get us past their scanners. Actually... Fucking what? (laughs) That's that's rather interesting thing you bring up. I suppose... I Yes, I could put something together using the materials I have at hand to perhaps make... Oh, fascinating. So, gene editing. I, I will need to double check with my understanding of how gene locks work on Rook, but if they're anything like on other recursions, I think I might be able to make a device that could perhaps hack them. Uh, not specific... Hmm. I think with a bit of work, I could make a device that can change the co- the gene-locked codes in a lock to become matched to yours. Well, Pete, it seems like you found a rather useful doctor after all. Thank you. Like, kind of leans forward, kind of intrigued by this now. Just, wait, so, okay, just so you understand, most of the locks around here run on microfluid and, like, deep RNA processing. The primary purpose for the gene editing uh, in my machine is to prevent any chance of rejection. So I, my machine actively manipulates the genome of cells being placed in to match that of a patient's, Um, but it could easily go the other way around. I mean, I would obviously need some I I suspect I would not be able to know what is in the lock itself to match your own, and that would be dangerous to, say, change the genes in your hand or something. But I I think I could perhaps change the lock itself. Then again, it would perhaps leave behind traces that you were there. They would know what genome is being used to unlock it now that once it was checked later, unless you changed it back or changed it, scrambled it somehow afterward. I think the primary concern is getting in and out. I think should one of our less prone to returning to Rook allies uh, be the one to use the lock, I'm less concerned about tracking us down after the fact. If you're certain, but I... I, I believe I can make it scramble it afterwards, given a bit of time. It, it would take some time to do a full, a proper scrambling, so if you are comfortable leaving, you can, but if you have time, I would recommend attempting to scramble as well. But I, I, either case, that simply would take time, and if you decide you don't have that time and are comfortable, feel free. I, it's your heist. <laughs> Surprise party. Surprise party. Yeah, yes. Apologies. No, that... Fuck, that'd actually work. So would it be best if we could acquire some DNA from a patron at the encephalopelm to use for this method? Assuming that that's what the locks would be set to? That is another option, but it sounds like it would add another level of challenge. But if 
that would perhaps set off security measures, be less likely to set off security measures. Uh, I don't know, though. Fucking with anyone at the Encephalocomb, that's immediately going to set off the alarms and they might trigger a higher lockdown because they've seen one of their employees uh, go missing or is implicated. And then that means that they have some degree of a witness of us. DNA could just be a strand of hair or something. Uh, then again, I don't know how we'd get that off of anyone without at least weirding them out a little bit. I believe we should avoid that then. Figuring out specifically which locks are set to which genetic codes is a challenge, but one that we'll have to find an answer for. I do have synthetic DNA for the most part in my organomer arm. If, if we were able to alter that, would it be able to be separate from my own? That way we could have it not leave trace, or...? Oh. Change your DNA prior and then change the locks to match the change in your arm. Oh, now that is interesting. My arm's been fucked with plenty already. Oh, that is interesting. Yes, that, that sounds like an excellent idea. <laughs> I'm so glad I get to be part of this. What a bizarre stroke of luck. This is exciting. Sans the whole potential death earlier. Colin puts a hand on uh, the doctor's shoulder and says, Welcome to the team, Serge. I've been reviewing your personnel reports on Casaloma leadership roles. It seems they're all taking well to their promotions, but I can't help but notice you didn't bring anyone to cover maintenance and sanitation. Your reports have been uncharacteristically vague about who is filling this role. Care to explain this? Yes, I can answer this question. My original choice turned down the offer. Yes, I read that. But what about the position? Well, that role was filled. By whom? The custodian. Right, but who is the... <sighs> oh, right, of course. I'm pleased to hear that the custodial staff have everything they need. Seems there's nothing to worry about regarding the castle and the custodian. For occasional announcements regarding this production, you can follow us on Twitter at DiceweavePod or at diceweave.tumblr.com. Colin Thulis is played by Nathan Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at BertNerdTram. Nav is played by Mackenzie Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at Kenzie Phoenix. Peter Bardwell is played by Will Leet. Sarah Bell Wilson is played by Valkyrie Bradford. I'm Lexi Conwell, your host, game master, and editor. I can be found on Twitter at Conwell underscore Alex or on Facebook at Lexi Conwell Creative. The original music used in this production was composed by Lexi Conwell. Some of this music can be found on SoundCloud at Lexi Conwell Creative, with additional music from Fractal Skies on Spotify. The logo for Diceweave was created by Allison Healy, who can be found on Facebook at Allison M. Healy Illustrator. The role playing system and setting used for this production is Monty Cook Games The Strange, an official setting of the Cypher system with additional world building by the cast of Diceweave.